Do you want more energy and less cravings? You might be on a blood sugar roller coaster. A lot of times when we're not balancing our blood sugar with the foods that we eat and the way we live our lives, we end up with lousy energy and those cravings to dig into candy or snacks throughout the day. Or maybe you need to work on lowering your blood sugar numbers. Maybe you've been to a doctor's appointment recently and you were told that you have elevated blood sugars or prediabetes. Or maybe you struggle with the inability to lose weight and body fat. At the time that this podcast airs, we're getting ready for our April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge. This challenge will take place inside of the Goal Getters Group. It's only $9.99 per month to join the Goal Getters Group, plus you can try it out for free with a one-week free trial. Join the April Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge as we work to implement a new blood sugar balancing hack every week in April. The challenge begins on Monday, April 1st, 2024, and is a 30-day month-long challenge. We will focus on a new habit each week to habit stack and create a better blood sugar balancing routine, focusing on more protein, veggies, vinegar, and movement. Each one of these hacks is designed to improve our metabolism, create better blood sugar balance, improved energy, reduce cravings, and work to lower overall blood sugar numbers to improve our blood work too. Join the challenge to have support and accountability with the other Goal Getters members along with guidance from your registered dietitian, me, Brittany. Join the Blood Sugar Balancing Challenge by joining the Goal Getters group with the link below in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Hello. It is good to be back. It's been a while since we have recorded. It I know. Has, I know. So we, nice. we usually batch record some of these episodes in advance, so um, sometimes it goes longer periods of time you know, in between us actually being on the mic together. So I missed this. We've got (laughs) several episodes we're going to kind of batch record in advance so that you guys can keep getting the content on a regular basis. And in today's episode, we're really going to talk about what true self-care is and how to break the cycle of always turning to food. Because, and this actually, this idea came up with one of my clients. Um, she's amazing. And she actually created this whole little mantra herself. Um, as you saw in the title, my self care is not in the kitchen. It's something that she's been reminding herself of to again, break that cycle of always turning to food when you are feeling stressed or when you want to just like treat yourself. You know, I think we have this culture where it's always like treat yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that can be stemmed towards food. And unless you have a replacement food or activity, it is almost impossible for our brains to hear don't when we tell ourselves like, don't eat the chocolate cake. Like it's not about saying no, it's about knowing that there's other like wind down routines. There's other things that we should have regularly placed in our schedule to show ourselves 
some care and to allow our body and our brain to relax and things like that. So if your typical wind down routine is to head for the pantry and plop down in front of the TV, you know, maybe again, thinking about what else could actually be like good for my body right now. Um, that maybe isn't food based, like going for a walk, um, talking with a friend, you know, having an evening skincare routine or taking a long shower or a long bath. Because again, it's not about the fact that like we should be restricting eating. It's about knowing that like, you know, yes, emotional and stress eating is a normal human response, but it shouldn't be our every time reaction. We shouldn't just think, ah, I had a great day. Like (laughs) I'm going to have this massive glass of wine. Okay. And then, oh, I had a terrible day. I'm going to have this glass of wine. Right. Or I'm pissed off. I'm going to have a glass of wine. (laughs) You know, like it's just really knowing and understanding that like, is that actually serving you? Right. Is that helping you feel better? And when we talk about self-care, you know, I, I know being a mom now, you hear of like mommy wine culture where it's like, oh, I, after a long day, I dealt with the kids. And so now I get to have my glass of wine and that's like self-care. And I'm not saying anything bad about wine whatsoever, but... <laughs> don't you dare, don't you dare. No, <laughs> no, absolutely I know, I know. not. But it's like, but again, is this like one of our only things Habits, to go to right, right. right. and this- i agree and something that i truly think we could all do better about it because mm-hmm. i am one of those people that totally have like a bad habit of just like mm-hmm. going home and wanting to have a beer or a glass of wine and there's nothing wrong with necessarily doing that like you said but it's more of like okay is there a deeper meaning here are mm-hmm. we not prioritizing a walk and for me that's that's something where i don't always prioritize because mm-hmm. how many times do we talk about this it's so much easier to go to the kitchen to pour yourself that glass of wine mm-hmm. to get that food to do x y and z like even right. though you may not be in the mindset instead of like binging or something like that but it's more just like it's it's difficult to get away from that because that's what's easy Mm. but but changing your mindset is definitely something that I think you know I always have to work on and and it can be challenging it It can be definitely and I think you know it's just important to recognize that like you know we need to think about like nourishing our whole self And that's what self-care is. It's nourishing. And nourishing doesn't just mean through food. It's like, you know, taking care of your body, mind, spirit, you know, all of that. So your mental health, your physical. And so, yes, while food is nourishing and drinking, um, you know, different beverages or whatever, water even, you know, is good for your body, it's still neat. We still know that every time that we maybe need to care for ourselves isn't just through food. Mm -hmm. And it could be that you need some mental stimulation and even playing a game with your family could be fun or self-care could be, yeah, going for a walk in the park by yourself or, you know, painting your nails or doing different things. And so it's important to just recognize, you know, what what your routines are. I think that's what I've realized so much in working with clients for the last seven years as a dietitian is someone's health is based off of their habits because it's what you do consistently that makes 
your health Mm -hmm. or makes you, you. And so if you tend to even go through a certain drive-thru on the way home after a tough day of work, you know, and you go and get your typical order of food, consider maybe even taking a different, more scenic route while listening to some relaxing music or listening to a podcast you've been looking forward to listening on your way home. So again, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it's, it's really thinking about how can I like de-stress? How can I still take care of myself? And how am I also like kind of changing my environment so that I'm not seeking those same, you know, food habits like I was. So again, you know, going through the drive-thru or in my client's case, hers was that, you know, she was getting stressed out helping her kids with homework in Mm. the evening and they sit at the kitchen table doing their homework. And I'm sure a lot of parents can resonate how stressful that can be. I know my parents went through a lot of that. Dealing with homework. Oh my gosh, my dad, I think he like swore at me. He was so annoyed. (laughs) You'd have to know my dad, Tom. He's like the nicest person on the Yeah, I just, I know I was, I was a very, um, I, school is very tough for me. So I know that that was really a trying time. And so, you know, when she was getting stressed out helping her kids, it was like she was staring at her cabinets in the kitchen and that was where it's like oh in between helping them okay let me go get a snack and you turn into this grazing snack attack session yeah. all night and, and so that's interesting yeah you just it's like little stuff like that you just right. really can't so it's like think, you don't think about right so it's thinking about like changing yeah. her environment so even if she can't leave the kitchen because that's where the kids do the homework it's like okay can you point your back in a different direction so that you're not facing and looking at the thing that's tempting you and again this isn't a restriction method this isn't a she can't have a snack it's she knows she's not physically hungry and that like food isn't going to make her feel better she knows she's just getting through this like Mm -hmm. this tough few minutes you know of time helping her kids out um you know in other situations where maybe there's a stressful conversation instead of having it in the kitchen where she's looking at the food and she knows clearly that she's a trigger yeah that's a trigger and so again it's like okay can you go outside and talk and have a conversation can you go in the family room can you go somewhere else where you're not going to have that like mental trigger of like oh go get something to eat like kind of act on that impulse so you know trying other ways to de-stress and reducing stress um with coping with it with different techniques that might work best for you I know for me too you mentioned Katie like getting your walk in like that is something I start with my day with every single day journaling is another thing that I do reading like I even spending 10 minutes doing a few of those things each morning I'm starting my day off with me time I'm starting the day off um getting my head clear you know spending time journaling you know getting some movement in like all of those things really help me to start my day and um providing that self-care for myself even before the day really gets started so that's really something that works for me again you have to think about you know Maybe for you, it's, you know, if you are having a stressful day, maybe it's calling a family member or friend on the way home from work so that you aren't then like gravitating towards the kitchen the second you get home. That's kind of helping you de-stress on your way home. You know, uh, saying some prayers, uh, meditating, maybe you go to a workout class or something like that, or even get some fresh air on your lunch break. Like self-care can be in so many different forms and again we just have to remind ourselves that um, crafting doing stuff that's creative yes. like I oh, think I love that I, that's like, like recently where I I think I'm like burnt out from like a bunch of different capacities of my life like mm-hmm. I know every single podcast I've talked about my wedding season my crazy wedding season I've had and so yeah. finally it's over until May but um you know happy for everybody who love them but no I think too it's like little stuff where I'm like you know what I want to get back to doing the things yeah. that I love doing like I have a blog that I just kicked back up 
um, for, for honestly a couple of years. I really haven't touched it at all. And that's just because it just, life is crazy and busy. And I was really focusing on, um, you know, moving across the country and things like mm-hmm. that for my job. And now that I'm home, I'm able to kind of hone in on some of the other right. things that I've really loved to do. So I'm like bringing that creative energy back into my life. Yes. That way I have that as kind of like, Hey, you know what? I'm cooking, I'm blogging, I'm doing these things that I love and I'm doing it as I post. So it's not only, you know, getting that creative energy out, but it's also helping me meal prep, helping me prepare those meals. Um, and you know, whether or not I forget to take the leftovers the next day, (laughs) right? Baby steps. But you know what the thing is, is that you're doing these things that are kickstarting you in some way, shape or form. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And I say this all the time. It's not, you're not going to have a perfect week all the time. Life is crazy. And when you're trying to form new habits, Mm -hmm. like your brain's always going to gravitate, going back to the things you've always done because our brain doesn't like change just like we feel like we don't like change sometimes so again it's removing yourself from the environment sometimes so that you can actually like break some of those like mental um you know psychological like neural pathways of like oh okay when I get stressed I always go to the cabinet in the kitchen um and so instead getting yourself out of what I call the food zone so that you can actually be mindful about hey if I am going to have a snack I'm going to make a plan before I even go into the kitchen so that if I am going to sit down and have you know a bowl of popcorn or something while I watch um a show or watch a movie with my significant other or friend or whatever like I'm actually able to be mindful about it as opposed to being mindless um and just yeah I would like really challenge everyone listening today to think of like one way that you can have some me time or some self-care time each day, um, even if it's just for five minutes and what would that look like? Or, you know, again, another challenge could just be like, what can you see yourself implementing? You know, and maybe it's something you're already doing, but you need to do it more consistently. So I think that's what I've got. I think so too. Yeah. That sounds good to me. I awesome. feel like we really went through it. Yes. Agreed. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in today. We hope you found this information to be helpful and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.